Hey y'all, welcome back to the Latte Lowdown. I'm your host, Cherish. And I'm your host, Hope. And we are back. We are back, back. Break it down, break it down. Man, guys, I'm excited for this episode. Why? Because we are continuing the Girl Talk series. Girl Talk, girl talk. Oh. Girl talk. I didn't know we had a jingle. This is great. <laughs> Man, okay that's so fun um yes so we're continuing the girl talk series and how fitting mm. for the month of february <laughs> that it's the month of love <laughs> these are my ladies i call this one brianna <laughs> why did that remind me surfs up that's the, the best, best movie. movies of all time <laughs> this one's brianna Oh, this one. What is the other one? He's, you know, I call her that. <laughs> it's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> Veronica, is that what you just said? Oh my gosh. She's anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Anyway, we got sidetracked real quick. Anyway, yes, season of love. No, mm. month of love. Okay. Um, <laughs> season month. <laughs> you guys thing, only get really? to love during this month. This is it. <laughs> um no but we are really excited to be talking about this specific topic Mm. because valentine's day is upon us yes it is here and it's pretty crazy and if you're like hope and you're married and you got someone to to do all the valentine day things with then that's fun but if you're like me and you're not that way then it can also be fun not as much fun maybe i don't know but i've actually never had a valentine so i don't know oh my god i've only been on the receiving end of the the singleness on valentine's day (laughs) it's an epidemic anyway um (laughs) no anyway we're excited to be um talking about this hope what is the title of today's episode Ooh, well for it when I was struggling to come up with a little title, because we could have just titled it Relationships. <laughs> Not me having that literally written at the top of my paper right now, but proceed. <laughs> I go Batman. I don't do ships as in relationships. <laughs> Lego Batman. Also a so cult good. classic. Please, so if you have good. not seen it, go watch it. The oh humor is immaculate. It's just too great, man. Uh, too too awesome okay anyway coming up with the title um i titled my personal portion as a love letter to my high school self oh my gosh are you like a new york times bestseller that's good <gasps> you guys Dang. look out for my book coming that would actually be a good book <laughs> <laughs> yes she actually is writing a book right now and i just can't wait for you guys to read it don't tell them that. Now there's pressure on my shoulders to write a book that Good. doesn't exist. <laughs> I want you to write one. It would be great. Oh, I titled this a love letter to my high school self because so <laughs> we're going to I'm going to give some relationship advice that I can give from my experience because I married my first boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I was my about first, to say, what are you titling to your high school self? Boyfriend. Who she met in high school. That's when I started dating him. And I think there were a lot of things that, you know, we didn't know and we figured out and advice that I wish I'd been given, you know? 
Yeah. So, you know, I'm just writing a little letter back to my high school self saying, girl. That's cute. Wake up, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't even know what word he just said. That was an interesting mix of words, but I loved it. <laughs> idiot, also known as idiot. <laughs> Is that like British slang? Is this your? Where I heard Is this from. your Brit side coming out right now? My Brit side. Your Brit side. My Brit side. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, we kind of jumped the gun, but before we get any further, Hope, mm-hmm. tell me about your favorites this past week. What's been going on? Just a quick little Spark Notes version, because this is a. Hmm. It's been a minute. Yeah. Not really. Well, it's been a week for you guys, but. You know, it's really funny because when you bring up this past week, my mind literally draws a blank. Like, I feel like I have a loss of time. How about this morning? (laughs) (laughs) About that. (laughs) You know. Yes. I had coffee. Okay. It was. You like coffee. So that's good. Yeah. Was it a good coffee? was a good copy okay okay oh i did go to a really cute baby consignment store yesterday with my yeah, mom where, what what i want to go that was in santa clarita i don't have a baby so cute but i still want to go plan it for your future children <laughs> yes and there was a pilates studio right next to it and i was like double oh. want to go the like want for me to sign us up for a pilates class right let's now. do it let's go right <laughs> i want to get on the reformer machine those I, things I are so fun <laughs> They're really hard, surprisingly. I know, but it looks so like so much fun. I feel like I would get on there for five seconds and want to die, but <laughs> same. <laughs> but yes, it sounds fun. Also, you know, my time of the month showed up today, so <gasps> Aunt Flo is here. Aunt Flo is here. The oh my Red gosh. Tide Shark Week, if you will. <laughs> Surfing USA. <laughs> so... Red wine blue. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, you're literally the US right wow. now. If you guys could see what she's wearing, this would make all kinds of sense. <laughs> blue and white right now, okay? <laughs> uh, speaking of on flow for our Girl Talk series, we should talk about hormones because they crazy. They do be crazy. They be wild and out, though. I feel like I'm here. really underqualified to talk about that, though, because I haven't experienced, like, the pregnancy hormones oh. and stuff, you know? But yes, I want to hear your take on that. Mm. <laughs> pregnancy <laughs> hormones. So much fun. So much so fun. So exciting. All right, Cherish, tell me what's been going on in your week. This has been quite an insane week. I truly do not remember when I saw you last. Was it Wednesday? Uh, yes, it was Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So, oh, yes, it was. Okay. Yes. So I was supposed to go to Arizona to visit my family on Thursday of last week, Yes. but g- received a message that I would, was really interested in. And, and so I pushed my plans and I left on Saturday mm. to surprise my friend for her 21st birthday on Friday. So nice. It was so much fun. Aww. When I tell you that that was like well, one of the best days I've I've had in a very, very long time. It was really great. Like I was with her family for almost 12 hours. <gasps> oh my God. I was like, are you guys sick of me yet? <laughs> um, but literally from like. Prepare to be sick of me. <laughs> I know. I was like, they don't know what they're getting themselves into inviting me over here. Like I'll chill. But yeah. So 
<laughs> I was there from like nine something in the morning to nine something in the evening. Dang. It was so fun though. We like got to go to Valencia and check out so many different stores. My goodness, I've not really explored Valencia like that. I it was fun. Um nice. and then came back and got to hang out, have dinner and stuff, and it was just a really good time. Aww. And then the next day, woke up at the crack of dawn, before that actually, and I went <laughs> to Arizona and I was exhausted and it was great. And then I went to a carnival with my sister and my dad. We were going to see Toby Mac in concert, but then we just decided not to. Um oh. I know. I kind of wish we did, but it's okay because the carnival was fun. Mm. Um and it was cold. Uh, so that was not the, that was the lesser fun part. Anyway, I and then it's freezing. Yeah, oh. it actually gets really cold in Arizona. A lot of people are like, "It's hot." It is. California was wilding out with its but, weather. Yeah, that's true. Weekend. The weather was going crazy, and so I remained in Arizona for the weekend. I went to a rodeo with my dad, and that was super fun. And we need to bring it back to California, LA County specifically. <clears throat> Um, and, and, uh, yeah, so it was just good. I came back home on Wednesday and I was exhausted and I'm loving this weather. I'm glad the rain kind of cleared up, but it was nice to have it for a second there. Um, and yeah, it's been a good week. Nice. So much going on. I, it's been really busy, but at the same time, not, and I don't understand, but I'm really excited preparing for a Valentine's Galentine's yes, tomorrow. We're going to a Galentine's little party event. So that's yeah. gonna be so much fun. So I'm much so fun. Yes. And that was all. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, man. So what say you? Shall mm. we dive into this topic? Yes. Do you want to say the disclaimer today? Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, you guys. <laughs> oh, this is just a little disclaimer. A reminder. Hope and I are just young girls in our 20s figuring <laughs> life out as we go. So please do not come after us with pitchforks and fire. We are, <laughs> we are just simply... Just trying to talk to you guys about what we're learning, what we're going through, our thoughts, just sharing these things with you guys so that you guys would be encouraged to have these conversations for yourselves, with your friends, um, with us if you want. And yeah, we just want to create good conversation. What we say is not always fact or law. If it comes from the Bible, it is. However, we still encourage you guys. <laughs> be Bereans. Be Bereans and go back and check, read things in the full context and... And yeah, just to challenge us if you feel like you need to, because we're here for the conversation and we want to stretch and grow with you. So, yes, that is all. <laughs> that is it. it is now all. to get into our main topic for today. Dun, dun, dun. Relationships. <laughs> oh, man. We're specifically talking about romantic relationships today, guys. Man. Or the lack thereof. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> That's adding up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. So, Hope, what is your first point? Mm. My first point, and to go back to talking to my high school self specifically. Yes, share the, the diary entry, please. My husband and I, we knew each other just for a little bit of backstory, a little bit of context. We met in sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. and we started talking to each other that summer. And then I broke it off and said that we should just be friends. Dang. Yeah. She's a heartbreaker. 
therefore junior year goes by and we come back to school and i realize that i still like this boy and now he's with somebody else so crushing <laughs> this was a so really interesting time for me you guys it was it was an interesting time in general it was it was <clears throat> i still i think for a lot of people it's just a it's that weird point in time. I know. And we went to such a small high school. We were all really well integrated. Really? I was like friends with everybody. And it was just, it was crazy. It, it was, it was crazy. That was actually not true. I was not friends with everybody. But everyone in this story <laughs> is what I meant to say. Anyway, proceed. Yes. <laughs> then my husband and I didn't get together until after this relationship and farther past in senior year. Like senior sunrise specifically. Well, that was when you guys officially dated started or started dating. dating. Yes. But before that, weren't you guys talking for a bit? Yeah, but only for like a month before. We went to like a dance before that and we knew each other. We were at, we started going to the same church, our church that we're currently at. Yeah. And uh, so it wasn't that long before. We were just like kind of talking to each other again. Yeah. Um, I remember finding out because I was like, how are you not going to, are you joking me? We were in the same class, guys. Are you kidding me? We were in, I remember this day, we were in chemistry and I was talking to my friends and then someone peeped something and I said, are you joking? This, this has been going on for how long and I'm just figuring this out? And I was like, how are we in the same class? And I didn't even notice. I, was, <laughs> I remember, I remember very well. Yes. Yes. So... Anyway, so my husband and I didn't start dating each other until senior year, officially. So we were like 17, going on 18, at the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) And I just remember all through the beginning of high school just feeling behind because everybody was shifting over boyfriend girlfriend being together being with somebody else like (laughs) and my so my first point for my high school self is don't be so worried about being behind everybody else Mm. because rushing into a relationship with somebody is probably not a good idea (laughs) no 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 and i'm really glad that i that God had the, the 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 good thought to you know put even my husband and my relationship mm. stopping that mm. <laughs> sophomore year because we both had a lot of maturing and growing up to do before we got together mm-hmm. and there was a lot of craziness in between we won't get into that but <laughs> there were definitely a lot of things that needed to happen before we got together yeah so um. Yeah. So that's my that's my first point is I think that there's a lot of stress and encouragement and I, especially because I see people, you know, claiming to be quote unquote dating earlier and earlier and earlier. Like these kids are like nine years old and claiming to have a serious relationship already. <laughs> I'm like, child, where? Oh, <laughs> what man. do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys are acting like you're engaged. You are children. Yeah, it's really sad. It is actually really sad. Well, and I think it's this pushing of this agenda and like even the over sexualization of the whole generation of Yeah. You have to mature really quickly and just be grown up and know your body and know your sexuality when you're just a tiny little kid. So they're having these relationships super early on and I think it can make a lot of people feel like, Well, I'm behind. Now I need to 
rush into something or just get with somebody and just not yeah. understanding that maybe that's not God's plan for you in that specific moment. Yeah. And just, I don't know, I would encourage my younger self to prey on it a little bit more and not be so worried about who likes me and who doesn't like me am i even likable like it's just it's a very weird rush of emotions and questioning your own identity and your own self-worth according to other people yeah and boys <laughs> yeah i get that i was there high school tam so <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think it is important like that you mentioned that it's good that um you know you guys your relationship began when it began mm -hmm. um, and the things that you had to do, the maturing you had to do, it wasn't right at first because, you know, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 says there's a season for everything, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I think that's really important. And it is easy to feel so r stressed and like rushed in mm -hmm. today's world because everyone's pushing it, you know? They're like, you got, you have to, you're right. Like you have to, you have to do these things. You have to know you have to know who you like and what and at this point and if you like the same person as your friend like that's a, okay are you losing your friend are you doing this oh my gosh it's so much guys i can't handle it i hear about the high school drama from my nieces and my nephews and i'm like well mainly my nephews right now cuz they're the ones in high school and i'm just like dude what it's crazy it is crazy when cherish and i both have stories from our high school or late middle school days where it's like you feel so rushed and then you're admitting feelings for somebody where it's like <laughs> no <laughs> oh yes those were the days those, those were the, those were terrible were the days. days actually i hated it we literally had an instance where a mutual friend and i stupidly told him that i liked him and the moment after i did that i was like what did i do <laughs> why did i do that no, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't like you like that. No. Yeah, no. It's kind of funny, actually. Ugh, those teenage hormones, man, they make you do wild things. I just I I just remember this one situation. Okay, guys. I didn't date in high school. I don't know well, I do know why. There was no one to date. But there <laughs> Also, I just feel like there's no reason really to date in high school. Like, it, it, you're supposed to date to marry. Yeah. It worked out for you guys. Y'all got married, like, right, real young, right after high school, really. <laughs> so it kind of worked out. But and in, in, I feel like there's, like, an exception to the rule, right? But in general, I think it's it's a slippery slope dating in high school because you just put yourself in situations that are just too compromising and or mm. can be risky and... I think that's a really good time to devote yourself to the Lord and mm -hmm. just, you know, pour pour yourself into him, allow him to pour into you and just grow you. And then when you come to an age where it's acceptable to marry, then you should date to marry. If you're just going to date to have fun, slippery that's, slope. Slippery, that's slippery not slope. good. <laughs> well, especially for us as Christians, like we want to honor the Lord yeah. in that and dating just for funsies, like, What's the fun part of that then? Mm -hmm. If you're just dating for fun and you're not looking well, to you know marry and grow. Breaking up. Like. <laughs> yeah, you know the end is breaking up and you're just doing it for fun. Okay, so define your version of fun. Is it sleeping with that person? Mm -hmm. Is it 
dishonoring your body in in a way that like you know like you can't take those things back Mm -hmm. and it's just like how are you how exactly is this fun because you can't do (laughs) those things honorably and you can't like don't play married when you're dating that just doesn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. anyway so I didn't really date in high school and that wasn't necessarily my thought process back then Mm -hmm. Again, there was no one to date. I did have this one instance where I liked this person, but it ended, it was just terrible. I just didn't like the situation at all. And so that was just not good. 10 out of 10, don't recommend. <laughs> um, just like, don't do those things. Um, but yeah, you know, there's still, there's there's a lot of goodness that can come from being single. And you don't have to feel pressured to mm-hmm. be at the same pace as everyone else. True. And not everybody's going to be called into a relationship. People are called into singleness, too. And I think that we have to Mm -hmm. understand that and pray more on, you know, what God would have us do in that moment and be focusing on in that moment. And I think that there's this expectation, even within the church, that the only good path is marriage. And that if you're not getting into a relationship and you're not on your way to being married then you're not fully fulfilled or doing something correctly yeah and like paul was called to singleness he was true he was never married or with anybody as far as we know and he went and he discipled but he made such a great impact for jesus and his church and his kingdom and um he was called to that specifically because of the situation that the Lord was putting him in, his focus was on something else. It wasn't called to be focused in a marriage with a wife <clears throat> yeah. and have those o- other almost quote unquote distractions there. He was yeah. focusing on something else. And I think, you know, we're so quick to be like, well, this is the only path. Therefore, we should only look down that road when God could be calling you to something completely different. <laughs> so true yeah and you're right paul does mention in first corinthians 7 verses 7 through 9 um he says for i wish that all men were even as i myself but each one has his own gift from god one in this manner and another in that Mm -hmm. but i say to the unmarried and to the widows it is good for them if they remain even as i am but if they cannot exercise (laughs) self-control let them marry for it is better to marry than to burn with passion Mm -hmm. and i think it's quite fascinating because we might think i like i love that he says that it's he basically calls it a gift Mm -hmm. like it's a gift to be in one manner or another Mm -hmm. and specifically in this regard to be married or to be single and i think it's awesome because you're right like he didn't have that other person to consider he had the lord solely as his focus like his Mm -hmm. focal point right and i think that's really awesome Mm. there's a lot of i mean i can speak personally i've been in the position where i'm like man lord why am i single come on now Mm -hmm. like i fully expected to be married and like a kid deep at this point (laughs) and so (laughs) i think it's so fascinating like when i when i look back on my life the seasons i've gone through i'm like i hate this why am i alone and then it's like actually this is pretty great like i have all this time i can serve yeah and then i'm like god darn i hate this because you're serving next to people who are like married and you're like what in the world why are they the same age as me and they're married and they're doing the same thing i'm doing and it's just Mm -hmm. like no you can't compare don't play that comparison game dangerous first off secondly 
it's just like you know like you're you're there sure you might be like serving for example i'll use our food bank at my church as an example mm-hmm. if you're serving next to this married couple whatever that's awesome you're both serving in that capacity but you don't know what else they're able to do mm-hmm. compared to what you're able to do so that's why you should just not compare situations and just walk mm-hmm. fully in what god has set out for you mm-hmm. and run your own race diligently and just you know if it's for you it's for you and i i don't think that Okay, this is just personal opinion, but I don't think like, I don't think the Lord is going to put that desire if you have that desire to be married. I don't think He's doing that for funsies to like torture you, mm-hmm. you know. Like if you have that desire, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Not everyone does. I've met people who actually like literally could not desire it less. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like it's really cool to think like, okay, I have this desire, but right now it's not happening, and there's a reason for that and perhaps it's just the lord's just stretching you in a certain way trying to use you in another way right now you have time and free like so much freedom of time to serve the lord and others and that is a blessing and i've also heard from many people who are married and whatnot that they're like man i i really i miss that time that i had mm-hmm. and i didn't i didn't cherish it as much as i should have mm-hmm. because you know i was too focused on the next best thing and how when i could get married and all these things but it truly is a gift it ain't that bad and of course like if you've tasted the world it may be a little bit more difficult right like if you didn't have boundaries in place and you dated for fun and did all the quote-unquote fun things mm-hmm. of the world and then like you know you're just like now you're it's it's more difficult to yeah. go back to a holy lifestyle after living in an unholy manner mm-hmm. if that makes sense but you know what you will survive and you can thrive. Yeah, my I literally I have right here. Don't lose your identity within your re- relationship, or even with singleness as well, and mm-hmm. seeking a relationship. Like you yeah. said, God can put a desire on your heart, and that could be for a specific purpose. But we have to be careful in not letting that desire consume our every thought and every part yeah. of our being. Um, because marriage, finding a spouse, dating can easily become an idol. We yeah. can easily make anything into an idol. Let's be That's honest. That's so true. Here. Children, marriage, Starbucks, spouse, Starbucks, coffee like, in any way. Yeah, we can make that an idol. We can make it something that utterly consumes us. And it's funny because I picked up a verse, Galatians five fifteen. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Oof, dang. And, you know, we can get into a relationship, we can get married, we can, you know, be single. But if we're not careful to watch for if that thing becomes an idol in your life, you're going to be strayed down a whole other path and it's going to become that much more difficult. And I, you know, I just remember being a high schooler, remember being overrun with all of these emotions and hormones and thinking about if somebody likes me, if I'm going to get into a relationship and it was very consuming, you know, it's hard to focus on other things. It's hard not to fall into depression or anxiety because you're wondering if it's ever going to happen for you Yeah. rather than praying and trusting in the Lord's timing of maybe it will, maybe it won't. I won't know. I don't have control over the final product if you will you know we have Mm -hmm. some control in our free will in the walk but (laughs) over the final product that's going to be up to god's choosing and his plan for us um i also have don't be worried about rushing 
into things. Enjoy the season that you're in. And that doesn't just count for my time being single, but I think there's this like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Stereotype, I think with young Christians too, where it's like, you they've got that burning passion therefore they're gonna have a one month engagement and then they're gonna get married yeah yeah and i think especially as a person who's young and was married young um i think that there's a little bit of a pressure to prove yourself and it makes you do things more quickly because you just want to get it done and prove to everybody like we could sustain a lifestyle together. We can get married and make it work. We can go against um, the people, the naysayers who are going to say that we're just going to break up and we're this isn't going to go anywhere. We can't be a happy, sustainable, have a happy, sustainable life and marriage and kids and all the other things. And uh, I would encourage my younger self to not be so like rushed about everything you know yeah. like okay you're engaged to this person now savor that moment but I will say do it wisely mm, because like mm -hmm. Paul says in Corinthians like you talked about if you're burning in passion for somebody it's better to get married so he encourages you to make that next step rather than to fall into sin and feel guilty about it because um you know some people will have i'm not encouraging these super long engagements <laughs> to each other where you're mm -hmm. tied to each other for multiple years or a really long time and and you're just sitting and burning of when am i going to get to be with that person then you end up Flipping or making mistakes or getting into dangerous compromising positions yeah and uh, you just then you're walking into something and you have any kind of guilt that's resting on your heart and oh my gosh we just had a sound boom <laughs> and <laughs> and um oh now i'm losing my train of thought anyway i'll go back to that point um not rushing into something or putting yourself into but being wise about it and not putting yourself into compromising positions is my big point for right there. It's just, you know, don't rush. Enjoy. Like, have fun in those moments. Be able to be like, hey, I'm a fiance and this is fun. And we get to plan and, mm. you know, take our time. And again, not being consumed by the relationship. I think that's like the biggest point that I kind of want to hit with each one is that it relationships are amazing. I love being married there are wonderful highlights and high points but being consumed and letting that take over your identity is a dangerous thing and it can lead you into positions that are not fun and have you feel some kind of guilt or make you question your own identity or you not feel like yourself like you're losing yourself people take that one flesh very seriously and then they don't know how to act without their spouse and it's yeah i've seen that that's an interesting. interesting situation yeah that's fascinating so that kind of branches into um one of my main topics which is purity mm -hmm. and um there's if you don't know now you know there's a struggle with purity, which I'm sure you know, because we're human and humans struggle with sin nature, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, purity is really important. And 
I know the church that purity culture is like a sensitive topic for a lot of people. Mm. Um, but I would just say, let's not make it that because it needs to be discussed. And there are healthy ways and unhealthy ways to discuss it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was not raised in a super toxic purity culture environment where mm-hmm. I have heard some horror stories of people like <laughs> talking about like their church and things that they said about like you know like if you do this or that like you're it's yeah. unforgivable and there's no coming back and yeah. all these things and we're not trying to say that at all there's forgiveness in Christ and mm-hmm. if you've made mistakes in your walk in purity before there totally is forgiveness in that Mm -hmm. and it just requires your repentance and acceptance of christ right but Mm -hmm. um of course that's not an excuse for us to do things and be like oh god's gonna forgive us Mm -hmm. that's not that's actually not biblical at all (laughs) we talked about it last time you know the difference between sinning and repenting and habitual sin and just thinking that jesus is gonna cover it all yeah in the end without actually repenting or making a difference in your life Mm -hmm. like you know yeah, I've definitely seen that culture where it's like, oh, you messed up and your purity is somehow damaged, then you have no way from coming back. You're yeah. quote unquote damaged goods now. Like yeah. nobody's going to want you. You didn't save that for your husband. There is a way to come back and protect your purity even after you've made mistakes. You know, I've seen so many people who've made mistakes in the past and then they cut it off and go, no, I'm saving that for my future spouse like it's not happening anymore it's totally doable and you're redeemed you're washed clean you make that choice and it's you're a new person again like Mm -hmm. i we count so much of the physical of and it's just so shameful like you don't allow somebody to come back and have full repentance with christ when you keep shaming them like they can't come back from past mistakes yeah it's so the the (laughs) pointing out the twig in somebody else's eye and not recognizing the log in your own eye oh my goodness yeah no really you're telling me that you were a sinless creature okay (laughs) okay okay that's a funny study (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so yes purity First Corinthians six eighteen through 20 says, mm-hmm. flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I love that because... There, I think a lot of people can hear this and just it, they hear condemnation. Mm-hmm. But I hear this and I just hear love because he's totally the, like, like no, you don't like this. Every sin is outside of your body, but this one affects mm. your soul. Like this affects your inside your body, right? Like mm-hmm. this, your your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit, which is mm-hmm. awesome, by the way. Kind of mind blowing to think that God wants to like reside with us. What mm-hmm. in the world? Like our Creator wants to be with us crazy anyway um but like yeah we were bought at a price and so we can glorify the lord with our body and our Mm -hmm. spirit and both our gods and he wants both and so yes like hope was saying if you've made those mistakes do not let those things hold you back from a right relationship with the lord because he totally will accept you and he totally can use you and regardless of those things there's so much forgiveness and freedom yes there are natural consequences good and bad Mm -hmm. but 
the best thing is that there's forgiveness and freedom in Christ. And you can't, you don't have to be held back by those things. Anyway. And you know, I talking with this girl talk and talking to our female listeners, particularly, I, there's so many statistics that say when you're physical with somebody, Mm -hmm. it truly is so funny. You talk about it affecting your soul and hitting your soul as women statistically in the way that our brains work emotionally we make that connection with somebody and i think so many people like to just say like no it is just a physical thing for me like there's nothing attaching me to that person and my mom told me that you know she said something beautiful to me and my sisters like you carry around a piece of the other person's soul Mm -hmm. when you make that physical connection with somebody like soul ties yeah like soul ties and I can say personally that there is a very deep intimacy a very deep connection when you are with somebody as one flesh like just being with my husband like I know that I would carry a piece of him around with me just emotionally and intimately forever like I know that person better than anybody else is gonna know that person you know Mm -hmm. and that's that's a special thing and i think we'd like to deny that it doesn't affect us but it does affect you yeah and i just i couldn't imagine the vulnerability of i me being with my husband before marriage and then him just walking away and it being over and now a piece of me just goes with that person yeah you know and having to say goodbye to that part of myself I feel like that would just leave me so vulnerable Mm -hmm. and I don't know it's it's a very interesting thing it's like it's the most vulnerable you can be with somebody it's very it's an it's an interesting thing and I think it's a it's a beautiful gift it's something amazing that should be celebrated but, you know, in the right context, you yeah. know, and um, but again, to s- all that to say, just because you've made mistakes in your past, again, all sin is equal here. <laughs> so yeah. we've all made mistakes here. <laughs> that doesn't mean that there isn't room for redemption and for you to be able to start over mm-hmm. because Christ gives us that ability. And that's something that's beautiful. Yes. And just because you've made a mistake doesn't mean that you don't have anything to give to your spouse. I think we push that agenda out. We push that speech like you'll it won't be new for your husband. It's nothing new for your husband. You don't have anything to give to them now. It's like, okay, that's not true. Yeah, that's (laughs) That's not correct. You know, that's sad. Yeah. um, Going off of that, I think another verse or verses that go kind of well parallel with first corinthians 6 18 through 20 is first thessalonians 4 mm-hmm. 3 to 7 mm. roughly i'm gonna skip a couple verses um <clears throat> but um it, it says for this is the will of god mm. your sanctification that you should abstain from sexual immorality that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor that no one should take advantage of 
and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanliness, but to holiness. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that just reiterates like, yes, we can be made whole because it says, you know, we are called to holiness. Mm-hmm. Literally says whole in the world, in the word. It's not <laughs> spelled the same, but it's like the, literally the same yeah. kind of idea, which is awesome. Mm. I love it. I love the Bible, man. I love Jesus. <laughs> we love the word of God. You did so well. Good job, God. Um, and then one more one more thing I had to add um, was Colossians 3, verse 5. Hmm. And it says, therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, hmm. which is idolatry. Um. And you know what? What's really awesome is that we are able to do that because the Holy Spirit is in us. If you've accepted the Lord, you know, you accept the Holy Spirit inside of you and you get there's so much power in that. Like mm-hmm. the fruits of the spirit are real, you guys. And it's not always like a day it's not always like um instant. It's a learning process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely could be. God and in his infinite power and wisdom could definitely make that a possibility for you. Yeah. Um, for me, though, it's been a learning process and all the fruits of the spirit. And I just love like the reminder that we have the capability to do these things that God calls us to. He holds us to such a high standard and it may seem impossible to those who don't have the Holy Spirit. But it's just like so awesome that we are able to do these things because of him mm-hmm. who loved us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so purity. I have a question for you, Hope. Mm. What do you say to the person who's engaged mm-hmm. and has been saving themselves for marriage and is so excited and mm. passion is burning? They're, they don't. They wouldn't <laughs> say it's out of control. Uh-huh. They wouldn't say it's necessarily in control. Okay. They've gone maybe a little too far in some circumstances, but they've they've pulled themselves back. You know, tried to keep those boundaries, but they're yeah. like, we're engaged now. We're basically married. Yeah. Should I like? Couldn't we? Is it all right if I if I sleep with this person, mm-hmm. or um, like they're not gonna leave me? They couldn't. Mm-hmm. What do you say to those people? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that there is always the possibility. You guys are you guys are engaged, but you're not fully committed to one another. Mm. I marriage is a different level of commitment. You know, you make sacrifices. You forgive one another you're bound to one another you're one in that sense but you know in that engagement process it is so easy to just go oh we're we are fully together now so anything goes at this point everything's fine and you will still be doing something in secret almost okay (laughs) Like, okay, you're going through that engagement process. You've been trying to keep your boundaries, keep the separation going. You've been feeling that it's a struggle. And you know that marriage is your end goal. Mm -hmm. And then stepping outside of that boundary and just going, ah, we're engaged now. So let's just do it anyway. Yeah. There's still, I think, going to be a level of guilt almost that comes with that because you know you didn't reach that end goal. Mm -hmm. You didn't reach marriage yet. And I will say that it's not promised. I don't want to be a negative Nelly here and, you know, put some... (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Speak bad words on a person's engagement. But 
I wouldn't say that you're fully committed at that point. There's still a chance that you see people break off their engagements all the time. You know, they could just decide, you know what, this is not what we thought. This is not what we wanted. We don't work well together. There is a possibility that you could get to that point still after you make that decision and go, well, now we don't want to get married. Now, after you've made that decision to be intimate with one another, is that going to affect your decision to get married then? You're engaged. You make the decision to get intimate. I feel like there's going to be that pressure of, well, now I've committed myself to this person in this way. Now we have to get married. Yeah. And I could see that. You don't want to be walking into a marriage for the wrong reasons of, I've been intimate with this person. I've given a piece of myself to this person. Now I have to marry this person. Yeah. I'll, I'll just throw a possibility out there. What if you get into a stressful situation and you find out that your fiance, your person that you're engaged with, is domestically abusive in a situation and you decide that that's a relationship that you can no longer be in but you guys made the step anyway and you feel like there's a guilt or something that's tying you down anyway I just think that there's we talked before in our last episode that marriage is a whole different type of commitment even the talk about you know serving or um being a helpmate to your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. in a different way than <laughs> than how it is in your marriage, like submitting yourself, for example, you're still, you're engaged. You're still in an extended dating period. You're not married yet. Yeah. So, you know, I would just have those things in mind of, we do like to think like, oh, we're together. We've committed to each other. It will never end. It's totally fine, but God might have a different plan for you, you know? So I just, I would bear it in mind. I would just be careful. I would try to, if you're struggling, set up more boundaries for yourself. Maybe recognize some of the things that are not helping you guys out. Like, mm-hmm. um, are you guys doing a lot of late night dates are you guys spending a lot of time away from your respective homes together where you're alone or in compromising situations Mm. where it feels really difficult are you guys having too many conversations on the topic not that you guys shouldn't speak about it but I know when you start talking about it with your partner of getting excited about it and oh we're finally going to be able to do it it puts it in the front of your mind a lot of okay well now I'm thinking about this all the time because we're talking about it and we're both so excited about it and it 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 just makes everything more exciting and we tend to think in the here and now rather than in the future and what is this going to feel like after the fact yeah <laughs> so I think just recognizing some of the things that are maybe making you stumble or even go Uh, Like, I would highly, highly recommend if you're going to get married, if you're engaged, get pre-marriage counseling, go to a counselor, be with a couple that you trust and that you can confide in. Because if you're struggling with something like that, you can go to them 
and say, hey, we're struggling with this. And they can give you biblical advice of, okay, well, this is what the word says. So be reminded of this and let's set up some boundaries. Let's set up because they'll know you more personally than I could speak to your situation and say, because I could give you key lists and you could already say, well, we're not doing any of those things, but we're still finding it a hard struggle, you know, to push through. So I would say definitely find somebody that you trust, get counseling, get mentorship. And if you guys are both really struggling or just one of you is really struggling and the other person is feeling more pressured or they don't feel the same struggle, have somebody to confide in because keeping that inward and not recognizing it out loud too can also make it feel more secretive. Like you have things under wraps, like nobody's going to know, you know, if you're engaged, you're not telling anybody that you're struggling with this. And you guys can just say, well, let's do it anyway, because nobody's going to know. Nobody will know. And if you're not having that conversation, if you have that conversation, put it out in the open, then you have an accountability partner Mm -hmm. who's not your future spouse, (laughs) because your future spouse is probably going to say, that is a great idea. (laughs) I want to see you naked. (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. So maybe have an accountability partner who doesn't want to see you naked. That is... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is my tip for you guys. Have an accountability partner. Yeah, that's, that's a good tip. the biggest one. I'd also like to add, like, yes, marriage is your end goal, but let's not forget the reason for marriage. And yeah. your whole your life's calling really is, you know, the purpose is that we're 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 here to glorify God and to reach others yes. with the love of Christ. And don't think like I'm married, I've made it. I oh, think yeah. that there's there's a lot <laughs> that you've accomplished at that point, and it's great. You can be proud of it for sure. Absolutely. But we'll I do want to caution too. like <laughs> Be yeah, be aware that like your sole purpose in life wasn't to get married. Yeah, your spouse is not your end all be all. No. And it, it like th- that should be the Lord and your, your focus marriage should be the Lord and your marriage should point to that. Is another way to glorify God. Yes, not it's like glorify parallel, each other. Yeah, it's like a parallel of Christ and the bride and like how awesome is that that you guys get to be that. Amen. Image. And I I truly <laughs> think like that we forget the reason we're doing this mm-hmm. and how awesome it is that you get to have this person that's committed to supporting you yep. in the call that God has placed on your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want us to get distracted and lose all kinds of focus. Um, and I'm speaking to myself also, because as we've mentioned before, I am not married. Mm-hmm. So as exciting as it is, the possibility of getting married one day, it is not my sole purpose in life. Um, but you know, I'm excited for whatever the Lord does because however he uses us is greater than anything we could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Side note, do you think we should break this up into two parts? <laughs> probably guys, we should probably break this up into two parts because yeah, this is really long. We're getting long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've covered a lot of the, I think, aspects of singleness and finding, keeping your own identity in Christ. Yeah. So. All right, guys. And the and the dangers of not keeping um holding yourself accountable for to to boundaries and and whatnot. And Amen. (laughs) Yeah. So the last thing I'd like to say before we turn to the next episode Mm -hmm. um is if you're struggling with loneliness and whatever it is, Mm. 
turn your loneliness into praise. Praise God for the time that you have. Mm-hmm. Praise God for the season you're in. Whatever it is, even if it doesn't seem so great for you, find something to praise him about. And know you're not alone. You're not alone in that at all. And it might not be comforting for you. If you're anything like me, when people are like, you're not alone. I struggle mm-hmm. too. That's not comforting for me because yeah. I'm not happy that you're struggling either. <laughs> so it's like double stress mm-hmm. now. But just know that we're not saying that to try and like <laughs> mull things over, right? Or just yeah. like <laughs> cover up the, let me put a bandaid on that real quick. Mm-hmm. No, we're just trying to encourage you. Like in, truthfully, you aren't alone. You have the Holy Spirit. You have your f- friends. You have your community, your church. Pour yourself in a church. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that more in the next episode. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. If you guys want to leave us a rate and review down below, also um, click the little follow button and you'll get notifications of when we upload. We typically like to upload every Monday at 12 o'clock PST. Pacific Standard Time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, leave us any kind of suggestions of what you would like to hear. Mm -hmm. We're hoping to continue this Girl Talk series for a little while. So if you have any specific topics that you would like to hear as a part of this series, let us know. You can let us know here in our review boxes. You could also let us know over at the Latte Lowdown on Instagram. Slide into our dms we also hold um little polls and such and questionnaires up on our story so look out for those you can also go and just comment on our posts you can just let us know what you would want to hear down below and yeah we just really appreciate your guys's love and your support and we love just chatting to you guys and opening up conversation so excited to talk to you guys in part two be looking out for that Yes, have a blessed day. Whatever it is you're doing, will you pray for your safety? And we love you. And more importantly, God bless you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.